Hey everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Nick. And I am Chris. And we are in week two of Guillermo del Toro month, uh, talking about Hellboy 2. Yes, uh, we we love this movie. There's oh, really nothing else to say. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, del Toro month is in full swing. We've got three more weeks to go. We have three more incredible movies coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'm psyched. Yeah, we've... Uh, what we've actually done is ruined uh, this month um, because we're going to watch all these amazing movies and then we're going to go back to watching garbage. And that's <laughs> not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun for anybody. No. But uh, we're going to enjoy every single moment of this month. We talk about Hellboy. We talk about Guillermo. We talk about other things we love. We rant the fuck out of the Batman movie. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. And we talk a little bit about boxing. So it's actually... Not out of the ordinary at all. Yeah. Pretty much par for the course. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys sit back, relax, cue up Hellboy 2, and enjoy the show. bad movies that we do like there is a little bit of love you know in watching them yeah um but to have like just fucking awesome movies like to watch for a month like i'm like yes. an entire month just jam-packed with quality yeah it's unheard of um well two weeks in a row 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 we will actually remember to start off with the uh, with the synopsis. Uh, like I said, we're on we're on week two of Del Toro month, uh, and we chose Hellboy two for this episode. We did. We could have easily gone with one, but <coughs> I uh, I was thinking about that too while like while I was watching it, and like don't get me wrong, the first movie is fucking awesome, so good. This movie like perfects the formula. Yeah, like this is like the Dark Knight to Batman Begins. This is Batman Begins was good. They perfected it in the Dark Knight. Like, it's yeah, it's the rare instance of the sequel being better. Uh, much like with Aliens and uh, nope, yeah, and uh, Predator movie. No, no, so, yeah, Predator movie. Sarah. So weird how you're like completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I was even thinking of like, you know, the people who might be listening to this who haven't watched the first one. I, like, I think you will without watching the. I don't think you need to watch the first one to like get what's going on here. It'll help. Yeah, it'll like help with like, the relationships between people. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think like the story wise, like you you can go into this fresh. Um, yeah, they yeah. give you they give you that little bit of a synopsis in the in the beginning of this. Um, I love the, the stop motion. That's CG, my brother. Is it really? I could have sworn it was really, stop motion. Yeah, when I was watching no, that's, earlier. that's CG. It's goddamn good CG. Yeah, it is. Oh, the cool little battle in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so uh, the actual synopsis of this movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's Hellboy. <laughs> it's fucking Hellboy. Yeah, like, are you yeah. kidding me? Um, basically, uh, you know, a long time ago, uh, you know, there used to be more tension, kind of between like the magical beings of the world and like the humans, uh, and the magical beings were more present in the world, also. Yeah. Uh, and basically, the story you know starts off with. 
Um, this like the, the king of the like the elves or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he basically comes to the conclusion that like he needs to make sure they're protected because like you know the humans are kind of more taking over the world and encroaching on their territory. Yep. Decides to have this army created, this unstoppable mechanical army. Um, and, uh, you know, decides maybe that wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Um, breaks up the, the, the crown, which is used to control the army. Uh, and basically, the, you know, fast forward to present day uh, when the king's son wants to get the crown to, uh, to control the army and basically take over the world. Yep. That just about sums it up. That was, that was a long synopsis, but like, it's still like... And then, and then Hellboy has to stop him. And then Hellboy has to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the BPRD has to stop him. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, short, you know, short shrift anybody on the credit. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I really love the style of this animation. Like, it just it looks like wooden... I thought it was wooden stop motion animation. Uh, but no, Yeah, it looks it like old puppets. Yeah, yeah. Um... I will say, you know, uh, not delving into the story, this entire movie is fucking gorgeous. Like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, from start to finish, like, just the scenery, the just the looks of everything is yeah. just, fuck, it's a, it's like a comic book. Everything there is bright. Like, even in the parts where it's supposed to be, like, like in the city where it's, like, grim, like, there's still, like, just brightness and all, like, all this stuff going on. This is, this is where I think Guillermo del Toro perfected color palette. Yeah. Like everything <laughs> in every shot is identifiable. Everything looks good. Like you were saying, like even where it's dark. Yeah. You can see everything. Um, but you still get the the vibe like which is really like different from Mimic because there was a lot of darkness in that where you didn't see what was going on. Yeah, and, I don't think you know? he, he just didn't have it quite together. Like like we, I was even saying when we were watching Mimic like that's his early style. He had a, a dark, gritty, grimy style, and then it moved on to this, like, smoothed out, like, everything's gorgeous kind of thing. Yeah. Even, like, I was going to say comic book. He has a comic booky look, but even in his non-comic booky movies, like Crimson Peak, it still has that, yeah. it's that look to it. It looks like a Guillermo movie. Yeah. Like, he just, I don't know how he did it, but he gained so much control over the visual aspects that it looks like his movie. It's like a Spielberg movie. You know a Spielberg movie when you see it because it just has that look, that like yeah. kind of glow to the like the yeah. you know the look of it. Yeah. Um, it's just identifiable. Oh man. The first time I saw this movie, um, Prince Nuada, I was like, "Is that Tom Cruise? That can't be Tom Cruise." <laughs> it does. I could. It could definitely look like him. And Absolutely. he's got a little bit of the voice too. Yeah. It is not Tom Cruise. Though. No, and. Uh, the um Nuala is not Ally McBeal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both of these people look like other more famous people, but like, yeah. like they aren't them, A, eh? and then like they both of them really haven't been in, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but like haven't been in big stuff. Yeah. This is probably the biggest thing that both of them have been in. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate. That like nobody phoned it in in this movie. Mm -mm. Uh like everybody's just on point. Um, especially for like a high concept, like high fantasy like movie too. Like yeah. that requires a lot of buy-in, like if you're an actor, like and that's actually a really good point too, because like as a sequel, it's kind of a different genre than the first one was. Yes, they're both comic book movies, but the first one was like 
like a crime action story, you know, like yeah. And this is way more of like a fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's more like with the with like more creatures and just more with the world, like yeah, more you know because the the first one mainly you know there there are some like kind of odd settings like the you know the ending um that's kind of like a mystical setting but for the most part it's all like real world settings like yeah nothing too like out there this is just like like i said they perfected the formula they just they we know what we can do yeah let's just run with it in all the best ways we can think of i will forever be sad that we didn't get a trilogy out of this, this yeah this that gang is here really disappointing yeah. um especially with everything that was set up in this movie um oh yeah uh, I mean, the uh, one thing I noticed <clears throat> in this movie is everyone in this movie is making horrible, selfish decisions. Yep. And I think that was all going to pay off, like, in the third one. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, from the get-go in this movie, you have the... You start off with the, the story of the king making this bad decision to create this, you know, unstoppable army. Yeah. Like, that's just not a good idea to begin with. And then when he comes to his senses and like, you know, okay, I need to, I can't do this. He still makes a selfish decision. He breaks up the crown into three pieces, keeps one for himself and gives one to his kid. Yeah. So there, you know, one is to the humans granted, but still like, it's really not that difficult for him to reunite those pieces, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, throughout the whole movie, it's not just them. I mean, it's. You have Hellboy making shitty decisions, especially like in the beginning right here. Yeah. He decides to, you know, get himself blown out the window so he can be exposed and like, you know, he thinks he's going to get a little bit more freedom. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a horrible decision, which kind of sets a lot of this stuff in, in motion. You have um, you have Abe making fucking terrible decisions when it comes to Nuala. Yeah. You know, he's making selfish decisions because he cares for her, so he fucking he gives fucking Nuada the the third piece. Yep. Like he um there's another example of it too where uh where he's making another bad decision. Oh, uh, where he's uh keeping the information about the pregnancy from yes. Hellboy. Which I mean, I guess isn't his information to give, but he also so he knows about it, so he's not maybe trying to convince uh everybody to kind of get together and share everybody's information. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, I mean, there's other ones too that I'm, I'm, I, I know I'm forgetting because I was watching, when I was watching, I'm like, I'm just marking everything down. Oh, yeah. Um, you have the ultimate bad decision made by Liz at the end of the movie where, you know, this, this fucking creepy angel of death thing is like, you can choose to save the world or you can choose to save him. And if you save him, it's going to go really, really bad for the world yeah, and especially really bad for you. Yep. And she still makes that decision, that horrible, horrible decision. Yeah. Which I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, you gotta kind of give it to her, like. I mean, it's it's a human, understandable decision, sure. Yeah. yeah. But like, still, it but, doesn't make it a, a good decision. And that's the shit that we're missing <clears throat> in the third film, because he's apparently destined to become the. He's going to destroy the the earth, the, yeah. the the beast of the apocalypse or whatever they they uh, refer to him as, and that would have been so good. Yeah, and then the stuff with the kid, ah, twins, twins, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another kind of in the you know, in the vein of bad decisions, um, killing that elemental too. Like that scene always bums me the fuck out when I see this movie. Yeah, yeah, like. 
the fact that he had to be given that choice was shitty to begin with. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. He was purposely put in a shitty position like, by, by Nuada. Like, Nuada. Nuada yeah. yeah, Nuada is shitty enough to willingly sacrifice that kind of being for his own personal gain. Yeah. Is 100% shitty. Like, that's garbage. Especially for somebody that's more... It's supposed to be more, like... In tune with the earth. In tune with, yeah, in tune yeah. with the earth. More about the creatures that are shunned. You know, like, he's on this whole, like, liberate the the people who are, you know, like the... I, whatever, fantasy creatures. Whatever yeah. They refer to them here. Um, and then he's like, well, this giant elemental, like, god thing. There's only one of them in existence. Yeah, if the, you kill your, this... Your choice, buddy. Like, this is probably really important... And if you kill it, like, there's never going to be another one. So, yeah. yep. Sorry, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, none of that is the to the detriment of this film. Like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I mean. That's I, just, that's us being like, man, you're a shitty person. <laughs> you no, know, I'm just delving into, yeah. like, what I, you know, what I noticed. The, like, the story seems to be mainly about, like living with these consequences of all these bad decisions you know decisions yeah kind of, you know, it's, but beneath the you it's know. it's can you find retribution in your own shittiness yeah 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 and that's a good story arc like oh, i love this scene you're <laughs> <laughs> walking around uh this is medicine <laughs> they're over the counter and but it's still medicine yeah <laughs> meanwhile they're fighting fucking tentacle monsters in the background <laughs> <laughs> I'm medicated. <laughs> I, I, just, I just absolutely love the world that they, they set up in this. And it's like, so good. Yeah, you know, we're not getting that third movie is a real fucking bummer. Yeah. I haven't I haven't watched the the newest one. Don't. Really? Yeah. Is it really that bad? It is I if I remember I, I've watched it like twice and like if I remember correctly, it starts off like really promising and really good, and then it's just just goes to shit it's just like oh really yeah it's just, it just there's not much of a story it's just like uh like yeah they i think they just tried too much to make more of this like without guillermo del toro does instead it, of like does it have own... this kind of like tone to it or it always seemed like yeah it was it, like tr trying to be way more serious it, not really again no. if i remember it's been a while since i've watched it I, you know, I remember giving it a second chance and, and being like really disappointed again. Yeah. So I really haven't watched it since then. Yeah. Um, but I like I think they just didn't they didn't like differentiate themselves enough. They didn't do their own thing. Oh, the, so they so they tried to recapture the lightning in a bottle that was this cast and crew. Yeah. 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 You can't do that. Like, I I, I cannot express how disappointed I was to find out that they were making a new Hellboy movie, but that it was not Ron Perlman and not Guillermo del Toro. I, I was... dislike David Harbour. Like he's pretty, no, like, he's I, a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I just, that's not what we want. No, Yeah. no, I want this cast, this crew. That's, that's it. And like the, like the best we'll ever get is maybe like we get an animated like version of it at some point. And that's that. Even that's just the big like wish, you know. Like yeah. maybe the the animated um, movies that they did do, mm -hmm. both really good. I did notice they did a couple of those. Yeah, um, those are a hundred percent worth watching. Uh, I think it's all the same voice actors. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't think Guillermo was involved with those, but 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was like a producer or something. It could have been. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen them. But, <sighs> yeah. What is, is there anything? I, yeah, there's got to be dingable shit in this foot. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, really, this movie could have been over in 10 minutes if Nuala <laughs> just fucking killed herself in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Instead of at so. the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and again, there's another one of those tough decisions like that they had to face. Like, yeah, we could just kill her and like this would be the end of this. Um, but they tried to do the right thing and it kind of did not pay off. Yeah. And just like, hmm, there's like, nothing. There's nothing not enjoyable about this fucking movie, though. One thing, well, like, I think they had to do this. I noticed this time watching it through. After the elemental scene, like I, I said, that, that scene always just bums me right the hell out. Yeah. There is a good, like, 20 minutes of, like, slapstick comedy right after that. That's when you get the fight with, you know, uh, uh, Kraus and Hellboy. Like, with the oh, lockers. yeah. Actually, you know what? That's, that's, when you, that's when you get Abe and Hellboy getting drunk also. Yeah, I did enjoy that scene, though. Yeah, That was I mean, fun. That's, that's like, the lighthearted moment in the... Because this is a, a, a tonally a very heavy movie. Yeah, and like I, I get that's why they put like those scenes in there, but like it was just weird to me that they did those right back to back. Yeah, where you have this just like weird chunk of slapstick comedy, but sandwiching that section is the death of this elemental thing. Yeah, and then Nuada showing up and stabbing fucking Hellboy in the heart. Yeah, uh, so like I understand like we need that kind of comedy relief. Um, now that you you've you've brought it up. Uh, the the most dingable thing for me in this is Kraus. Yeah. I I don't hate that character. That was a good character in the it's comic. It's a little too like over the top, I think. It's like, Seth MacFarlane doing a German accent. Yeah. The only German accent he knows how to do. He's yeah, he's well that yeah, that is true. But also like he's this weird character where he's this very like by the books guy. But he's also like kind of goofy and like just I don't know. Yeah. Like it just the, the balance there was, of the character traits is a little there off was just, for me. There was just too much... It, like, Seth MacFarlane presented Kraus the way Seth MacFarlane would write a character like that. Yeah. Which is not what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that accent that he uses is fucking atrocious. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it is so Stereotypical cartoonish. German yeah. 101. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. Uh... I do like that Hellboy just off the cuff doesn't like him because he's German. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never picked that up. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he, he goes, oh, great, a German. And then, <laughs> then he goes, uh, he calls him Kraut. He goes, no, Kraus. Kraus, double S. Double S. He yeah. goes, oh, yeah, of course, the double S. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. Part. Yeah. See, that's, that's fun. But that character is just like too over the top. Yeah. Like that, that accent could have been way toned down. But yeah, but, but then, I mean, but like, then it wouldn't have been Seth MacFarlane. So then, what's the point of bringing out Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, and then like we're being very nitpicky at this too. I mean, like that. Yeah, it's diggable in the sense that like we just need something to dig. Yeah, I, I need something. I can't. I can't. Uh, okay, how long have we been going on about this? Oh, good. Only nineteen minutes. Nineteen minutes. That's about that's about time for a rating. All right, um, I'll go first. I'll go first for this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a nine on this. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I mean, just because like it is, it's it's fun. It is well, it's 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 fun in the sense that it's also a fucking drag, you know, in points. Um, yeah, but it, you know, it balances everything out. It's a really enjoyable movie. The effects are top notch. Like, just, oh, you fuck cannot yeah, beat they the are. effects in this movie. The creature effects. Yeah. Um, you know, so much use of practical stuff, which I'm, I'm always a fan of. Um, so yeah, I, I, solid, solid nine. Uh, I, I'm gonna one up you. Nine five. Nine five. Nine five. The closest we can get you going to a ten. That's huh? it. Like, yeah. I I was on the fence about maybe giving this a ten. I I flirted with it, I but then I'm like. It. Do am I giving it a ten because it's worth it or because I love it so much? And there's like there's a fine line right there. It, it is arguably worth it. I mean, like this is this is the perfect balance of art and entertainment in a movie because it looks beautiful, it's gorgeous. Yes, it is absolutely gorgeous. Like there's stuff the know, the makeup, yeah, all the makeup is great. Yeah, even the CG that they use looks good. Is appropriately used. Yeah. Um, and like, there's a lot to dig into, like, like we we're just talking about, like thematically, like, yeah, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's art, but it's also, it's a popcorn movie. It's entertaining. There's monsters. Oh, fuck and, yeah. 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 Like uh, there's enough, there's enough lore and depth to the story that if you want to sit down and just really focus in on it, you're not going to be bored yeah. at all, but there's also enough flash and, and, and panache and, and like just cool scenes that you don't really want to pay attention to it. You don't have to, because there's always something pretty happening on the screen. Yeah. So it's the, it's like the best of both worlds. And yeah, this is, this is a popcorn movie, like to a T, like it's just so good. Like it's enjoyable. There's big pieces. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, something we didn't actually talk about a, a little bit is like the sets phenomenal yeah like the color choices the, the amount of like garbage that's strewn all over the place uh, the like the more fantasy kind of the, places like, are amazing the, the scene in the troll market like is uh, like it, like it's so when he's fun. describing it to Liz it's just like yeah I, I want to he's like I'm gonna bring you here like yeah I want yeah. to go there yeah, like, like nobody's staring at us like we fit in like yeah. that's awesome yeah but then you also have scenes like in the throne room they're in like the basement of like a fucking looks like a, like a factory or a fucking boiler room of, of someplace yeah but then you have these leaves falling down and that it's just like constant and out of nowhere and it adds that just that little spice like that that makes it seem otherworldly yeah but it's based in this world so like that's their power it, uh, ah ah this movie is it's so good yeah. oh and the uh, the fucking makeup design on the king i have to bump up to a nine five <laughs> The, the 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 crown that the king has like coming out of the yeah this, well, oh like the, my god like crown but it's also like wood it's also growing out of his head yeah it's horns. so fucking gorgeous god yeah um I mean and the look of the um the golden army too I think is a really like it's a unique look because like they look like these goofy like automatons yeah but then like they also have this hellish like really eerie glow on the inside yeah and, like, they're just like 
they don't look menacing, but then when you see them just like you see self them, repairing, it's you like see oh. them do what they can do. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a problem. Yeah, we're we're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the like the the like the glasses design that they have. It's yeah, like just I mean everything like they like it just even like even down to like Abe's breathing apparatus like looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, and the, the tooth fairy shit all over the floor. It's like <laughs> super gross and looks appropriate. <laughs> They're terrifying, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty terrifying. <laughs> They're fucking horrible. All the uh I noticed this in the, the better known as all the agents in this are like metal or like stone named. Yeah. There's Agent Flint, Agent Steel, Agent Marble. Uh <laughs> there's like one or two more that I noticed. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you ready for some trivia? Let's do some trivia. Let's do some trivia. Not to bother you with trivia. I used to think they were kind of trivia. This trivia brought to you by me going to get a beer. <laughs> I'm almost done with this, so I will. Uh, I will request a beer while you're over there. Sorry. Donner is also requesting a yeah. beer. What you need, bud? Uh, you want one of these brunches? Yeah, I'm gonna crack open, uh, crack open uh, one of these brunches. I will too. Um, this week we went back to stouts. We have got. I was just at the yeah the beer king on State Street. Uh, this is called Brunch. It is an oatmeal stout with maple syrup and coffee by Willow Rock Brewing Company. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. 6.5% alcohol. Yes. Yeah, All right. Here we go. Cheers. Oh, wait, I still have a little bit of drink to that. Yeah, fuck it. Ooh. A lot of foam. That's kind of weird. It's mostly coffee. But mostly like, coffee is what I'm tasting there. Yeah. Not really made. I could use a little bit more maple. I'm not really getting any maple. Yeah, at all. Uh, that sound you're hearing is me <laughs> wiping off stout from my hand. Yeah. Oh, this guy's too good to use his pants like a real man. <laughs> I don't have to wash him. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, we're on the trivia. Yeah, we're on trivia. Um, I'm not going to have another one of those. That's a bummer. I don't blame you. I, don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm going to drink that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you've noticed I've gone back to this Mai Tai. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see if I can read. Uh, David Hyde Pierce did the voice of Abe Sapien in Hellboy, uh, while Doug Jones played the physical part. Um, by the way, Doug Jones, so good. Yeah. So good. He plays like three or four different fucking characters in this movie, I think. Is he really? At least two. Yeah, I mean, I know he's Ape Sapien. Who else does he play? He's the Angel of Death. Oh, okay. And I want to say he's another creature. Probably. I mean, he's... Doug Jones is the creature guy. Like. He is creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so back to this. Um, 
For this movie, uh, Jones also does the voice. The reason is because the producers hoped Pierce's name would make the first movie a box office smash. That's a weird fucking decision to come to. Um, uh, I, I can understand it at the time. That was, what, 2004? So Frazier's huge at that point. I mean, he's probably the, the biggest name. No, Frazier wasn't movie. huge in 2004? Yeah. Four? Yeah. I think it probably had just gone off or is just about to go off. Jesus. Um, oh, where was I? Um, David Hyde Pierce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they thought his name would uh, make it a box office smash. Uh, but he refused to be credited because he felt Abe Sapien was Jones's work and as such did no promotion nor interviews or even attend the premiere. Which is like, that That just seems kind like... kind of dickish, yeah. Like, for him to give all credit to Doug Jones, that's, that's humility and, and humble. But to not do any press and not go to the premiere? Yeah. Like... Especially you, when you like, are involved in this fucking movie, yeah. To like for you to do that, to, for you to be the name, like, yeah. That's shitty. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, David Happy is from Saratoga, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think did we talk about that last week. No, a did couple we? weeks ago, where we were talking about everybody being from Schenectady. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember if we talked about him being from Saratoga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do remember that conversation though. Mickey they... Rourke's connected again. <laughs> yeah, that's just. I mean, they go hand in hand. He's <sighs> got a fucking face like a Ken doll these days. He's got a face like Lower State Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the Angel of Death's voice is done by Doug Jones, doing each line twice. Uh, damn, that's some loud ice. Sorry, yeah. Um, once in a higher pitch voice and then in a lower pitch voice and then the two takes were blended together. All right. That was, that was a cool, like a cool sounding voice for that character. Yeah. Uh, pretty common technique for like recording different things. Like, um, I go back to like my quote unquote music career. Like if you're doing multi-tracks of like an instrument, you'll do like a, a low run and then you'll do a higher one and then you kind of smoosh them together so you get a like a much wider sound ah okay oh man that's so fucking cool yeah it's the king uh scene with the king and really cool looking whoever did the creature designs in this was just a fucking miracle worker pretty much whoever does the creature designs in all of his movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i and i i know he's got a hand in it because he's he like he's an artist. Yeah. Um but he gets the best fucking people. I think at this point people want to work with him. Like he doesn't have to search out anybody. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Um the wink suit uh weighed 130 pounds. Damn. Uh a wink being the one-handed uh giant troll monster. Yeah, the guy with the retractable claw. Yeah, which is badass. Yeah. Um Additionally, Brian Steele, who portrayed Wink, wore ten-inch stilts, going from his towering six-foot-seven frame to seven-foot-three. Uh, while in the Wink suit, 
Uh, he lost over 12 pounds through sweating during the shoot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's fucking nasty. Can you imagine what that suit smelled like at <laughs> <laughs> fucking shoot? Oh. <laughs> Just, like, nut fog. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, straight ammonia. Oh. <laughs> like cheese and pork somewhere <laughs> left in the sun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you think he had like bags of food and sous vide so <laughs> fucking lunch. <laughs> Some sous vide Velveeta. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Gonna Served at room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Oh, God. You want chips? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's some wildness. Ron Perlman was offered the role of Piccolo in Dragon Ball Evolution from 2009, but turned it down in favor of reprising his role of Hellboy like a sane person. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that uh, Dragon Ball movie, but I, from what I understand, it's pretty horrible. It's... It's ferociously bad. Yeah, possibly like one of the worst movies ever made. Um, yeah, it's up there. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather watch Dragon Ball Evolution than Deathbed. Ooh. Uh, I may want to watch Ghoulies instead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, show you here. Yeah, uh, Ron Perlman made a great decision to not be in that piece of shit movie and be in this amazing movie. Uh, when the news reporter is discussing Hellboy, Abe and Liz on the news report, the news ticker below reports that Blade 2, uh, another Guillermo del Toro movie, is going to be admitted into the National Registry of Film. <laughs> Which, I mean... It's fiction, so you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's Guillermo's world. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I didn't hate. I didn't hate Blade Two. I I enjoyed Blade. It was II. good. Yeah. Um, better than Blade Three for sure. A lot of things are better than Blade Three. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Luke Goss trained for seven months in martial arts for this role. Uh, he he is the one who played uh, Prince Nuada. Um. Yeah. His his fighting style is just. Fucking like it's you, super cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was comparing it to, it's the same thing as like Captain America in the Marvel movies. Like I just love watching him fight people. Like it's flashy, but it's also like brutal. Yeah, it's dynamic, and he's just yeah, he's just fucking crushing people at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the way they had Batman fighting in the the new one, where like it's kind of flashy. You know, like there's a lot of a lot of big movements. But every time he hits somebody, it it's like just, it, it yeah, counts. Connects. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really good. <sighs> By the way, Batman. We'll get into that later. I just watched it uh, like within the like two hours of this podcast. Probably. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that crapshoot. Yeah. There we go. Let's see here. <coughs> uh, the movie mentions uh, Beth Mora, a city. In the fiction of the early 20th century visionary writer, uh, Lord Dunsany. 
Is that am I am I seeing that right? Yeah, I have not. Dunzeny. Yep. That's right. Um, the font on my phone is very small. Um, also note that the Golden Army is in Ireland, Dunsany's homeland. Uh, the term glamour, used for the fairy's cloaking skill, also originates in Dunsany's, the king of Elf... Elfland's daughter. The king of Elfland's daughter. Jesus Christ, I need to make this text bigger. <laughs> this is... This is and comes this a day is, in every... This like, is despicable. In every mid-30-year-old's life when... Uh, <laughs> They just have to accept the fact that they have to increase the font size on their phone just a little bit. It's just a, just a wee bit. I remember that day. I remember that day. Feels feels bad, man. Yeah, it does. Feels yeah, bad. Does. What if I turn my phone sideways? Oh, yeah. That's wait, what... till, wait till you get to... Driving at night is getting kind of hard. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> kind of living with that one right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, <clears throat> I don't think I need glasses. <laughs> as long as I've got the high beams, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, I wouldn't say I'm good. Like, I'm good without them, but I'm, like, way more confident with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, I really cannot see the lines on the road right now. I, uh, I literally pulled into the garage, like, two minutes before we were supposed to start re recording. Because uh, uh, I was out picking up dinner, and, like... It was just in that time, like, in between, it was like twilight, like, in between, you know, like, daylight and, and nighttime. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like, it was the worst, because, like, the, my headlights aren't really <laughs> doing anything, and, like, it's kind of dark, and, like, yeah. stuff looks really kind of weird. Yep. I don't like it. Getting old sucks, folks. <sighs> don't do it. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to do it, but here I am. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Things turn out weird. Um, okay, so just like Hellboy... Uh, from 2004, none of the cast members' names are written on the posters mentioned in the trailers, nor shown in the opening credits. Which is a freaking good tactic! Like, yeah. you focus on the content, not who's in it. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, the, I mean the poster for this movie is pretty awesome, too. It's fucking... It's yeah. Ron Perlman. Uh, I think he might have, like, the flame like fucking thing on his head. I don't... No, I don't think he did. He is the focal point. Hmm... Whatever, it's awesome. Whatever. Uh, if only we scrolled up. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. I'm going to describe to you a poster. It's, I can see the bottom of it right here. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, oh, so he's got the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got the gun, the uh, uh, the Samaritan. That's what that gun is called. Okay. Um, yeah, he's doing uh, his best uh, superhero landing three-point stance. With right a, hand of doom is digging into the ground. Yep. The I'm gonna say that's a sunset behind him. Yeah. Maybe a sunrise. If you're an optimist. Yeah. Well, let's go with a sunset. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. That tasted foul. Um The sour wind. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Uh, where do we leave off? Uh, right here. Uh, for the perspective shot of the elemental egg opening in Nuwata's hand, a huge prosthetic hand holding an oversized golden egg was created, and Luke Goss stood behind it. <laughs> I did not notice That's that. some Lord of the Rings shit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, all right. Yeah. Uh, this one is especially relevant to our show. Uh, the beer that Hellboy and Abraham are drinking is Tecate. Tecate. 
<laughs> Mexico's most popular brand. The and... Cerveza Con Caracter. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's that's the slogan. <laughs> I don't know what that last word means. Character. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been able to figure that out, I guess, but they uh it's usually like they 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 fucking sponsor a lot of boxing events, so I've heard Michael Buffer yeah. scream that fucking <laughs> phrase. Brought to you by Tecate, the Cerveza Con Caracter. <laughs> <laughs> It's disgusting, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Because according to this, that is Mexico's most popular brand and a subtle nod to uh, writer and director Guillermo del Toro's nationality. Huh. He's very Mexican. Yeah. Um, huh? Well, I was going to suggest maybe we get it, but I, I don't know that I've ever it's even seen it. It's been a while since it. I've had it, so maybe I'm, I'm remembering wrong, but we I mean, can. we drink the club. We Yeah, exactly. We drink the club. We can <laughs> fucking stomach anything, pretty much. I'm drinking brunch. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. No. Sorry, fucking uh, Willow Rock Brewing Company. You did... Uh, you hyped me up uh, with a bunch of shit, and I, I don't taste in the beer. Yeah, you, you didn't deliver. Yeah. Not very, like, oaty, not very maple just coffee. And it's not even good coffee. Yeah. And I say that as a, as a fan of coffee. This is, this, is, this is bad coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it's because I'm following it up, uh, after a, uh, Great Lakes Elliot Ness Amber Lager, which oh, is good. Yeah. really, really nice. <sighs> well, I had that fucking Shandy. Oh, yeah. Narragansett Shandy. Oh man. I, I, I bought some Kugels last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Summer in a bottle, baby. <laughs> um, the elves and the golden army do not appear in Mike Mignola's comics. They is it Mignola or Mignola? I've heard it both ways. Choice, yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him say it. So yeah, I'm exactly. gonna go with Mignola because, yeah. you know, for Gile. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's spelled that way. Yeah, uh, and they were originally made for this movie. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I actually, I like that it's a comic book movie with an original story. Yeah. You don't get a whole lot of that right now. Like, <laughs> everything's like, what was the big, uh, what was the big event that we can monopolize on, you know, and put it on film? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just tired of it because I know that story already. Why do I need to see it? This would have been a really bad choice. Charlie Hunnam was considered for the part of Prince Nuada. Yeah, I don't see him like doing the fighting. Uh, he could have. He could have done it. I just don't like him that much as an actor. He's yeah, okay, but that King Arthur movie was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the worst part of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I don't know if you ever watched that much of it. I, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I gave up uh, two or three seasons short of the end. Yeah, two seasons, I think? Probably for the best. Yeah, I think I missed the, the last two seasons. I just stopped caring because it stopped being good. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he went to Ireland, I was out. Yeah, that is a, uh, that's a shark jumping moment for that show. Yeah. Good. Good on that. I had a season with Henry Rollins making cameos, and then I'm out. <laughs> uh, as foreshadowed in Hellboy from 2004, and this movie, 
Hellboy was supposed to become the Beast of the Apocalypse in an unmade third movie. However, the second sequel uh, was never made due to several issues over the years, and ultimately, when the 2019 re-adaptation was conceived, the storyline was used. So was it, I don't even remember that. I mean, did he become the the Beast of the Apocalypse? Full horns, crown, kind of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm oh, hey man, I'm just going off of what IMDb is telling me. Shit again, goddamn. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it because I'm I'm just I'm a Hellboy fan. Uh, like. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. I had read everything up to that point. So, like, I was current up to then. But because I was, like, pirating it all, <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, that was it. And then I never went back and bought comics. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I did. When, um, they did uh, Hellboy 1950, where did it start? 52, 53? Something like that. Uh, I was getting those. Those are really fun. All right. Um, yeah, I have the first, I think, four or five trade paperbacks, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to read those again. Yeah, because well, because there was uh, their Hellboy comics, and then there was like just a BPRD yeah. uh, story, and that was really good. Uh, okay. Uh, in the director's commentary, uh, Guillermo del Toro says the Golden Army soldiers are an allegory to war itself being a mindless beast that knows no true master. Yeah. And coming out of his mouth, I believe it. Yeah. It doesn't sound like bullshit. Uh, he's, he's one to put allegory and, and subtle meanings behind his decisions. That's it for the trivia? That's it for the trivia. There were actually a lot of trivia, but a lot of it um, just kind of went back on like uh, it, it was it was like it was like uh, this is a more in-depth version of that fact that is already up there. Uh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. All right, we will move on uh, to the better known as segment. Uh, normally we start off with the director, but we talked about him last week. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think we need to go. I do actually have him saved for the end just because we'll talk about some of his acting roles. Uh, even though he, uh, I think he maybe does like a voice in this movie. But Oh, yeah, yeah. He did, he did do a few, um, little, little bit of voice work. Yeah, in but he's, he's done, he's done some, he's done some acting work here and there. I don't know that I've ever seen him act in anything. Oh, all right. Well, uh, nothing major. Or, or, or that I've ever noticed. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we'll go right to Hellboy himself, Ron Perlman. So good. Yeah. Who's just like in so many, so many awesome things. Um, you know what's almost as good as his acting? His Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> He's not afraid to mix it up. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, tell, he will call out anybody. Yeah, speak his mind. Um, I mean, look, he's got a ton of shit, like, either about to come out or in, like, post-production. Jesus Christ. Um, he's in the next Transformers movie, which, I mean... Oh, Beast Wars. Yeah. Uh, I'm Optimus, happy he's in it. Hold on. Optimus Primal. He's, like, a, a giant... Transforming robot gorilla. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was just... Uh, this year, he was in uh, two movies that were uh, nominated for Best Picture. He was in Don't Look Up, and he was in Nightmare Alley. <clears throat> yeah, he a, played the strong man in, in uh, Nightmare Alley. Yeah, and he's like a... Uh, he's like this... Um, 
like old grizzled like Air Force pilot, uh, like NASA pilot, and don't look up. Yeah, that's actually not the first time he's played like a a strong man either. Oh really? Yeah, he also did that in. Um... Oh, hold on, I can do it. Um, City of Lost Children. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I've seen that, but I know I know the movie. That is a very good, very weird movie. It's, yeah, it's like, uh, oh Jesus, is it French? It is I think French. it's French. Yeah, but it's like a, it, it's got the vibe of like a Terry Gilliam movie. Yeah, um, very kind of weird, steampunky, uh, very fantasy. Yeah, Ron Perlman's definitely not afraid to like do a foreign movie. Like he's he's done like you said, you know, French movies. Uh-huh. I've I've seen him speak English, French, and Spanish in different movies. Yeah, he's in Spanish movies too. Yeah, well, he uh, was in um, old Guillermo movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's done a lot of voice work too. Actually, over the years, he was on uh, uh, American Dad. He's done some voices there. He's done some on Family Guy as well. Um, let's see. I mean, like his IMDb is goddamn. <laughs> like epic he has yeah. done voices i think in every one of the fallout uh video games uh up to fallout 76 really uh, he's definitely in, in four like uh, even in the first he's, he's absolutely in the first one. Oh, really yeah 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 um let's see he did a lot of transformers voice work he's been doing that optimus primal character for a while um he did uh the troll hunters tv show which guillermo del toro i know has like a hand in yeah, uh, he at least produced it. Um, yeah. Those are actually decent shows. Like, my kids watched the shit out of them when, huh. they, when they would come out. All right. Um, ooh, excuse me. He was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, I think he, he might have been in some of the other Harry Potters, too. It was like a goblin or something. Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom? Yes. I think those are the um, animated... Lovecraft movies, like a lovable animated racist. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> lovable <laughs> animated racist. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> okay, I've never actually watched these, um, but it's good to know that they've got quality voice actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. By the way, um, all the universes and monsters and things that Lovecraft came up with, I love them to death. Yeah, Lovecraft himself, piece of shit. Could could do without, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff you know, again, separating art from the artist. Everything he came up with is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, him himself, not a fan. Yep. Uh, he's done some uh, voice on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I think that was the good one too. The one that was on Nickelodeon, like the CGI one. That was a genuinely really good show. Yeah. 2015, 2016. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that one. It might be. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, Fallout 4. Uh, he did The Book of Life, which I think Guillermo del Toro produced. Yes. Uh, I think he directed that, actually. Oh, all right. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, he's done voices on uh, Archer. Uh, we mentioned Sons of Anarchy. He plays Clay Morrow in that, I think, yeah. for most of the seasons. Uh, uh, I think I think all the way through, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't remember. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. He is the voice of uh, Deathstroke slash Slade uh, in the Teen Titans uh, animated universe. Uh, that is another awesome fucking cartoon. The uh, 
the Teen Titans cartoon from like the early 2000s. Teen Titans? Yes. Yes. Teen Titans Go? Less. Yeah. Although I will say, have you ever watched Teen Titans Go to the movies? That was awesome. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, I actually took my kids to the movies to see that. Yeah. we Amanda and I saw that on our... Well, we saw that... I think for the second time on our honeymoon because it was playing in the, in the movie theater at the resort we were at. Yeah. We no, to... that was that was enjoyable. Like Teen Titans Go, I can watch. Yeah. Just not nearly as like the voraciously is... as I wanted to watch yeah, the original. The, the, that Teen Titans Go to the movies though is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coldest place I have ever been in my life was in the Bahamas. What? In the movie theater at Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. No shit. I like. I thought I was going to catch hypothermia in the movie theater. <laughs> that's absurd. That, yeah, that's how cold it was. Uh, like I remember my uh, my friend took his family there like a year or two ago. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm telling you, bring a hoodie and like at least a hoodie and jeans if you're going to go to the movie theater. Yeah, because you like you will bring that and you will need more. <laughs> and like he was like he's like you were fucking dead right. Like, yeah, he's like I've never been so cold. That's that's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, he was in Pacific Rim. Uh, uh, Hannibal Chow. Player. Hannibal Chow, yeah, yeah. Great uh, character. Which, which I thought was the craziest name he for a character. Uh, but no, he's got a lot of ones, like Ramon Lamone on, uh, <laughs> on Archer. Uh, there's another one I saw that's just like, yeah, that's a straight up like 100% made up name. Uh, uh, whatever the fuck Supermansion is, he was Blazar. Blazar. Uh, I thought it was before this. I mean, Optimus Primal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe we'll see. Maybe I'm just forgetting stuff. And that's uh, yeah, fine. We'll see it at some point. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Hannibal Chow, uh, Slade. He was Sinestro. Uh, apparently, yes, he was. Oh, have you ever seen the Punisher Dirty Laundry short? No. Okay. I know a lot of times we say, like, we're going to do this after the podcast. We're going to watch the Dirty Laundry short after the podcast. Okay. Uh, Tom Jane made this, like, Punisher short film to, like, redeem himself for the terrible job he did. Oh, really? In the first Punisher film. And, like, I I, I wish, I wish, I fucking wish <laughs> they had made this movie instead. Um, Is this more like the Punisher video game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what? Let me call it up now just so I don't forget because I 100% will forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was Tom Jane's attempt to, uh, redeem himself. Okay. Uh, for the crappy first attempt at the Punisher movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that wasn't so much Tom Jane's fault. Yeah. It was, it was the writing. Like, it was just so fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, Punisher Dirty Laundry. Okay. Must, must, must remember that. Yeah. All right. Getting back. Uh, let's see. We're still on Ron Perlman. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, his career goes on forever. Yeah, we're still only in 2011. Didn't we cover him in uh, another movie we did? We had to have. Maybe. Um, what did what did we do last week? Last week. From uh, last week was. Uh, Mimic. Mimic. He was not in Mimic. No, he was not in Mimic. <laughs> I don't know. He was probably uh, something like Fallout 3 again, another Fallout one. 
I did all the Hellboy, uh, you know, the movies and the animated ones. Mm-hmm. He has done a lot of voice work for Batman, uh, the animated shows. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. yeah. Killer Croc, uh, Bane. He also has voiced Clayface and, and Matt Hagen, uh, his human counterpart, since the beginning of that show, like in the 90s. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh. He, was in the, he did voices for Halo 3. He was in the crappy Conan movie. Uh, the Jason Momoa one. I didn't hate that. I only saw it when it first came out, and I remember like not being crazy about it. I'm such a fan of Conan the Barbarian. Fuck yeah! Even Conan the Destroyer. Like I will. Yep. Lo- I'll I, I'll watch either one of them anytime yeah. they're on. I remember seeing Conan. The Shit! Destroyer I'll even watch at, Red Sonja. At the Mohawk Drive-In when I was a kid. <laughs> of course long, you did. Yeah. Long departed. Used to be where Coles is now over here. Yep. Oh. <sighs> Uh, let's see. Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Fucking best Hulk video game ever. Um, let's see. He's done some voice work for Scooby-Doo. Inspector Mal Pumpkin. Right. Uh, again, Clay of the Justice League cartoon. Clayface, mm-hmm, Matt mm-hmm. Hagen. Um, Clayface, Matt Hagen. Uh, Star Trek Nemesis he was in. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was Reinhardt in Blade Two, another Guillermo uh, movie. Yep. I did not know he was a voice in The Tick. I love that cartoon. I love that cartoon. Apparently oh, just, no, that's the TV no, series. No, no, no. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's the, that's the first live-action TV series, which I was not a fan of. I, I very much like the the one that was on Amazon Prime a couple of years ago, though. Was that... That was FX, right? No, it was on Fox. It was in, that one was? Yeah, it was a primetime Fox show. Oh. Um, the cartoon was the greatest. I, I fucking love that cartoon. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Ooh, Tactics. Enemy at the Gates. That that's a good fucking movie. Oh, that's that sniper movie, right? Yeah. 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 That is a good movie. Uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, the uh, Jackie Chan cartoon. I watched a lot of that as a kid. <laughs> Titan AE, uh, the Men in Black cartoon. Uh, Superman cartoon. I used to like that one too. Oh wow, the fucking Zorro cart or uh... the Godzilla cartoon. Uh, let's see, Batman again, and yeah, even Fallout Two and the first Fallout. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven, Alien Resurrection, Alien Four. So it's a mm-hmm. good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's the third best one, right after three. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, three, four, two. Yeah. Two, three, four, one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. No, two, four, three, one. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're wrong. No, yeah. It is not. It's the second best one. <laughs> anyway, he was in the Terrible Island of Dr. Moreau from the late 90s. Yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater and being uberly disappointed. Even the original was not the good Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Uh, he was a voice on Duckman. Their beloved USA series. Loved it. He was the voice of the Hulk on the Iron Man and Fantastic Four cartoon of the 90s. Uh, I remember watching those. I was 16 at the time. <laughs> 17. Uh, let's see. We're still only in 1995 and we've been scrolling yeah. forever. City, Yeah, City of Lost Children. He played one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in the last Police Academy movie. Uh, I don't think I've even seen that one. Uh, I don't think I've seen any of the past, like, three. Really? 
Why would I watch any of them past three? I, I used to watch Citizens on Patrol <laughs> a lot when I was a kid. Four, five, six. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't make them good just because no, you used to watch it. It doesn't. Not at all. No, but I used to watch the shit out of them. Uh, I did some voices on Animaniacs, uh, Bonkers. Uh, again, Batman. He's been doing that voice. Since, he's been doing the voice of Clayface for 30 years. Jesus Christ. That is insane. Romeo is bleeding. <laughs> Uh, Kronos, which is a Spanish language uh, Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes, it's very good. Uh, he was in the Stephen King movie Sleepwalkers. I remember not liking that, but uh, I've been seeing like people put that on like you know overlooked horror movies. Yeah, uh, lists a lot lately. Uh, classic uh, Beauty and the Beast TV show. That's right. Yeah, he was the Beast on that. Uh, was CBS. also Guillermo del Toro. Maybe I don't know. Let's take a look. Uh, wouldn't be in the cast uh, crew do we have crew well yeah way up casting crew, casting crew. series directed he well Ron Perlman directed one oh, shit. writing hmm. George R.R. R. Martin Woof. Huh. Ron Perlman. Okay. Uh, I was wrong. Yeah, no. No, I, I actually thought, like, I thought I maybe heard that at some point as well. Yeah. Huh, maybe not. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, where the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am I am losing control of this uh, better known as. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his, his credits go back to uh, 1979. Fucking quest for fire. Yeah, I thought for sure he might have been on like a Murder, She Wrote. He did a lot of TV in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's on Miami Vice, One Life to Live. Uh, but no, I think he got too famous from Beauty and the Beast uh, right when that show was on. Yeah. Well, he would have been like, those are the prime Murder, She Wrote years anyway. 80, yeah. 87 and 90 was uh, Murder, She Wrote was what, 80? Uh, 84 to like 90 something yeah 92 93 i think uh anyway, was the uh moving on. yeah but he was in quest for fire which is a uh, nigh unwatchable caveman movie yeah, yeah yeah uh moving on selma blair who played uh liz uh liz sherman i almost said liz sheridan <laughs> that's the actress who played jerry seinfeld's mom on Seinfeld. <laughs> basically the same right yeah <laughs> um she has been she's been in a lot of things like a lot she's been in like a lot of one-offs too, um, but her biggest role is probably like the thing most people know her from is probably like Cruel Intentions. Um, I would say Hellboy, the Hellboy Two. Yeah, these <laughs> movies. That's um, just that for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. She was on American Crime Story on FX. Uh, she played Chris Jenner in the in the OJ uh, Simpson season. Yeah. Um. Uh, Catherine Kim, that was an NBC sitcom. She's in both the Hellboy movies and the she's in the animated movies, uh, doing the voice of Liz Sherman. Yep, yep. Um, there's a video game too where they all what? do voices. I didn't know there was a video game. Pretty sure. No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm saying Science it now. of Evil. I just, I just didn't know that. Ah, uh, oh, man, I bet it's see. not good. I bet it's so not good. Probably. Legally Blonde is another one that she was in. Uh, Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. That was a show that was out for a while. Uh, she did an episode of Xena. 
Did, uh, did I go over it? Where the fuck is right it? Right there at the top. Oh, yeah. 2000. Man, I used to watch a lot of that show. <laughs> yeah, I never really watched either that or Hercules. I watched so much Hercules. <laughs> Our first role is 1995 on the adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, fuck yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah. Uh, Doug Jones, who we mentioned before, who is like the creature guy. If you ever see a monster with a long neck and longer fingers, it's, Chances it's are, Doug Jones. Yeah, Doug Jones is playing it. Um, some of the more... Oh, shit! Yeah, he's playing Count Orlock in the Nosferatu remake that's coming out. Fuck uh, yeah! Yeah, hell yeah, I'm pretty psyched for that. Um, he is probably known to a lot of people as Billy Butcherson from the Hocus Pocus movies. Um, he's currently on Star Trek Discovery. As Commander Saru. I haven't gotten to it yet. I, I still have to finish Picard. Yeah. And I, then I'm moving on to Discovery. I, I still haven't started season two of Picard. I got to watch that. I do want to watch Discovery. It looks pretty good. I'm, I'm right Strange about... New Worlds looks really good, too. I'm, yeah. I'm right about at the end of season one of Picard. I haven't been able to, like, really, like, get crazy with it, but... Uh, I forgot he was on What We Do in the Shadows, which I, I love that show. I saw the movie. I, I thought the movie was good. Um, the show starts off like a little like shaky, but like it picks up steam as it goes. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, uh, Selma Blair and Doug Jones have done voices on Ducktales, uh, which is also an awesome, awesome cartoon. Uh, the most recent version of Ducktales. Um, yeah. Uh... Critical Roles, Sam Regal uh, produces that, I believe. Is it really? Yeah. Um, the voice cast on that show is, I mean, you cannot, I mean, you have David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Um, who are some of the other people? Um, like Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live is, is Launchpad, who like kills it as Launchpad. He's a yeah. dumb, like, you know, airhead doofus. Yeah. You um, could not be further from the front of your microphone. Yeah, if you I, I, I'm way away from the mic. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little woozy this evening. <laughs> Um, um, some of the, I mean, like, uh, Catherine Tate, who's another, like a British actress who was also on The Office. Yeah. She is one of the voices. She's Magicka Dispel. Okay. Um, who are some of the other people? I'm like, I mean, uh, a lot of comedians. You have like, um, I would assume there's a lot of like one ofs, like, episode yeah, yeah. people duck in and duck out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, womp, um, womp, womp. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, uh, the comedian is, uh, is Gladstone Gander is pretty funny. No shit. Um, let's see. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Doug Jones. That's who we're talking about. Yes. Uh, let's see. A lot of monster stuff. Just looking for the bigger names. Oh, that's right. He's another Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro movie, The Shape of Water, as yep. the uh, the amphibian. Uh, he's basically Ape Sapien in that movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that. Yeah, I will say that was like... That was something that was kind of disappointing for me, where he's, he's basically playing the same character. Yeah, just without talking. Yeah, yeah, but not not it does not take away from that movie at all. I'm, no. I'm a fan, but we um, it's almost like we have a show uh, planned where we will get into that. Weird. Yeah, almost like it's coming up next week. <laughs> Is it really already? Uh, I thought it was towards the back, but uh, well, uh, no, I think Shape of Water is next. Week. No, I'm wrong. Yeah. Next week we'll be talking about Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Ooh, baby. That movie's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anyway. 
The Strain, which is a Guillermo del Toro uh, written book and produced uh, TV series. Ah, yeah. Uh, he is one of the uh, the vampire monsters in that. Uh, he's like one of the head like vampire monsters, if not the head, if I if I remember correctly. Mm. Uh, he's in Crimson Peak, uh, another Guillermo movie. Yeah. Um, he is in Falling Skies, which I talked about I think a couple episodes ago, which is a, an alien invasion uh, series. He was one of the aliens. He was a um, like an alien who was like turning on the you know, the alien invaders. He was like helping out the humans. Oh, okay. Um, it was it was he was really good. In that. That's a really really good show that does not get talked about a lot. Did that finish or did that get canceled before it had a finish? No, it finished. Okay, it finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought he was on the Flash. He's on the Flash and Arrow. As Deathbolt. Deathbolt. Yeah, I don't remember that, but good for Doug. <laughs> um, hey, way to go, Doug. <laughs> He was on the Teen Wolf TV series. He was on Sons of Anarchy for an episode. Yeah. Uh, he's in Innocent Blood. No, different one. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's from it's, 2013. Yeah, that's, I just, yeah, that, that, yeah. I wonder, is that a remake? That can't it can't be. be. Undercover Detective. Yeah, no, that's not no. the same thing. Not the same thing. Nope. Back to Doug Jones. Um, Doug Jones is such a, a great like uh, creature actor. Yeah, I think because he is such a strange looking human. Yeah, he's a really big, lanky, like just like rubbery dude. Like, he, yeah, <laughs> very, he's always. Like, I don't know that I would say rubbery. He's he's a contortionist in a lot of shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was a contortionist in Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, um, there's another one too uh, that he was a contortionist in. Uh, he is also in Fallout TV series. Must be a cartoon. The fuck is that? Yeah, Nuka Break. I wonder if that's like uh, it was like an online. Something. Yeah, like a webtoon or something. Probably yeah. for three. If it was 2011. You remember when when web series were a thing? <laughs> yeah. Now everybody just has their own streaming service. Yeah. Uh, he was in the movie Legion, which we talked about. Was it last week, I think? Or no. It, was, it would have been maybe? a while back. It was a couple episodes ago. It wasn't that long. Um, I, I barely remember a previous episode, let alone like <laughs> yeah. three or four episodes back. <laughs> uh, he played the Silver Surfer in the very horrible Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yes. Uh, that was not a good movie. Uh, Dukes of Hazard TV movie from 2007. Ugh. No, thank you. <laughs> he was in the Doom movie. That movie is 17 years old. Is that? That's that's bad. I've I've never seen it. Me neither. Yeah, no. I just I didn't want to see it like at all. Uh, oh, hey, look, he was in Pan's Labyrinth. Hey, what a coincidence! Did they they remade the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari? Yes. Uh, where did you see that? Oh, you're right, right there. Yeah, they did. Oof. That should not have been done. <laughs> that movie's like a hundred years old. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it, it is a hundred. No, it's 101 years old at this point, I think. Was it 1921? Or was it 1919? Maybe even like, it's an old ass movie. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, Men in Black 2. Uh, Monkey Bones. Love that movie. I haven't seen that in a very, very long time. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, the horrible live-action one. 
Uh, oh, the one with De Niro? Yeah, I think I walked out on that movie. You should have. Yeah. Oh, he's in a, one of the best episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Hush. We uh, had to have talked about Like, this is so familiar. Yeah, I think we did. We had to have talked about It's uh, The whole episode is there's no dialogue in, in like, 95% of the episode. Yeah. Um, they're, like, these creepy, like, they're called the gentlemen. They're these creepy, like, like ghoulish-looking dudes in, like, suits. And, like, they steal voices, basically. Yeah. Um, he's in the movie Three Kings. Wow. Did not know that. He's pencil head and mystery men. I really love that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. Oh, look. The Weird Al show where he played contortionist number two. Contortionist, yeah. I didn't know there was a Weird Al show. I think it was on MTV, maybe. That sounds like the only place that that would have been possible. (laughs) Uh, He's in Tank Girl. Uh, Yeah, we've definitely fucking talked about him before. Tales from the Crypt, contortionist. Uh, he's the thin clown in Batman Returns. Uh, and that's pretty much it. He was on an episode of In Living Color, too. The whitest guy ever on an episode of In Living Color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Alexander, he played the the suit actor for Krause. Um, he has done a lot of creature acting. Um, he's in the Haunted Mansion movie, Men in Black 2. Uh, he's in the Terrible Planet of the Apes from 2001. D- uh, dead or retired? Because the last thing he did was 2015. Uh, does not say. Could go either way. Huh. Well, John, I hope you're alive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Major, major. Men in Black. Baby's Day Out. Gorillas in the Mist. Uh, oh, Return to Oz. Greystoke, Legend of Tar. I remember seeing that in the movies when I was a kid. Uh, it was the 80s Tarzan movie with Christopher Lambert. Whoa. <laughs> nah, I've never seen that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Seth MacFarlane, who played Krause. He was the voice of Krause. Yep. Um, I mean, most notably, he's probably the creator of Family Guy. He's done a lot of uh, voice work for those shows. Uh, American Dad as well. Yeah. Uh, he's also on the Orville, which I think he's the creator. Of I think also. he created it. I started yeah. watching that, and then my interest in that show dropped right off. Yeah, I watched like the first three episodes. I'm like, I enjoy this. It's good. And then I just stopped watching I, yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. It wasn't enough to keep me. Fucking Family Guy has been on for 23 years at mm. this point. Uh, on and off, uh, I believe. Um, it was on and off at least once. Uh, but that's a long time for a show I haven't watched in about 20 years. Uh, I've never watched American Dad. Oh, really? It's, um, that's one of those ones where, like, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I'm not going out of my way to watch it. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I couldn't get into it. Um, we saw the little voices on Robot Chicken. That show's been on for 20 years. Jesus Christ. That's insane. It looks like it's over now. Uh, I just think they have Unless it's on a hiatus or something. Yeah, unless maybe he's just not doing voices for them anymore. He didn't appear in the newest season. I used to watch that every week, and then I just... Yeah, we'll watch it if we see, like, oh, there's new episodes on. We'll just, like, throw it on, like, on a streaming service. Yeah. But it's not, like, something, like, we religiously watch. No, I did. Like, I, yeah, I, I used like, to, yeah. Yeah. Every Sunday at midnight, whenever it was on. Um, he is also the creator of the Ted movies, which I think are still pretty funny. I just watched those not that long ago. Oh, did he create those? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Uh, I want to say he at least wrote and directed them. Yeah. Uh, did he write them? Yeah. yeah. 
There's a TED TV series coming out. Oh, that'll be uh, not great. <laughs> uh, oh, I think he got a writing uh, credit on TED 2 just for creating the characters. Yeah. Uh, I did not enjoy A Million Ways to Die in the West. Uh, I, I was really, on the fence about it. Like, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't as funny as like I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? He's done a lot of voices on Robot Chicken. Yeah. Uh, he did, he shows up as himself a lot too. I noticed like doing voices on like late night shows. Oh like, yeah. For David Letterman and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he's the voice of uh, Johann Strauss. We mentioned. Uh, Wait. Oh my god. Wait. Mad TV in two thousand six and seven. Yeah. Where did it go? I just saw, oh yeah, as Peter Griffin and himself. Remember when Mad I didn't TV think was that actually, show went on that long? Yeah, it did. It went on a while. It was only funny for like a season or two. Uh, I'll give it two seasons. Like the original cast was great with like yeah. Artie Lang. Yeah. Um, fucking what's his name? Michael, not Michael McDonald. The guy who played Michael Bolton in Office Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget his name. Yeah. No, he was like funny. David something. Uh, Aerie Spears. Yeah, Aerie Spears. Um, uh, Alex Borstein. Yeah. Did she, was she on the first season or was she like later? Uh, she was either on the first or the second. Yeah. Because the... Miss Swan was a, like an early character. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember like the first two seasons of that show being great. Yeah. And then it just kind of like nosedived. Because it, it felt like the book. Yeah. Like it, it felt like a Mad Magazine. I actually bought a Mad Magazine yesterday at Price Chopper. Did you really? I was just walking past like the magazine racks and like it just caught my eye. I was like mad, like roast the 90s. I'm like, well, I got to grab that. $13 for it. Yeah, they're, they're outrageous. Yeah. Also, not that good anymore. Yeah, I haven't like thumbed through it yet, but I was like, looking at a couple things. I'm like, mm, um, this may have been a mistake. You know what actually turned me off to Mad Magazine is when they started printing full color. Really? Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. No, I want black and white like shitty, shitty paper. Yeah, newsprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Just so you can charge me a premium? I I I I I texted you guys the picture on the back cover of the one that I found recently. Yeah, right? yep. Like you're like it was a picture. It was a joke about Magic Johnson like having games <laughs> like from like the Olympics in like the nineties. Like I'm sorry, you're not getting that like level of offensive humor. No, not in print. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, where the fuck? There we go. Couldn't yeah, find on. the cursor. Oh yeah. Uh, Luke Goss, we're moving on to him. He's another guy who's pretty much just like a, a creature actor, I think. Um, yeah. I really don't know much of the stuff that he has been in, um, aside from uh, this movie and... Tekken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, I have not seen the Tekken movie. You didn't watch that with us? I don't think so. I think I missed were, that. One. Were you ducking out for all of the video game movies that we watched? <sighs> It could also have been that I was there and then just fell asleep. <laughs> that that happened uh, a few a times. Lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just so everyone is aware that we um, we had like a Sunday night ritual, uh, Chris and I, and uh, anywhere from two to three of our friends would get on Discord and one of us would stream a movie and we would just talk over it. Yeah. And we did. Um, we had themes. We for had a while, themes, yeah. yeah. And one of the themes was 
movies based on video games. And surprisingly, not surprisingly at all, yeah. <laughs> 95% of them were trash. I'm sorry, did we have a good video game movie? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure one's never been made. Uh, and I'm saying that as a fan of video yeah, games. Yeah, mm, Jesus. I could have swore there was like one that was decent. I mean, like, no, because we watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I think that was a me pick. Yeah, I think it might have been. Uh, uh, Jesus. Is Mortal Kombat 1 the best video game movie? No. No. What is? The best video game movie? Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> That's the bar to beat right now. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Logically set low bar. Ah. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Uh, Mario Brothers is definitely not it. Nope. We uh, watched that also. Double Dragon is not it. Nope. We well, didn't we even watch that. Watch that. We, we were didn't. gonna, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. In the Name of the King is 100% it's, it's not. definitely not in the Name of the King. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Wing Doom. Commander. <laughs> uh, we didn't watch Doom, but maybe Doom. Wing Commander was ass. <laughs> Ugh. Oh boy! I, oof. We're gonna. We're, I'm gonna have to Google that. Uh, anyway, I don't even know who the fuck we're. Lo oh, Luke Goss. Yeah, Luke Goss. Nobody knows anything he's been in. I'm sorry, except for Blade, uh, Blade Two in this movie. Uh, the Frankenstein TV miniseries was not atrocious. What creature? What creature? What channel was that on? I want to say that was an NBC thing. I think you might be right. Because they were doing, like, Dracula and stuff for a while, I think. Mm. Uh, Dan Stevens, who played uh, uh, Legion in uh, the Legion TV show. Motherfucking Donald Sutherland was in that. William Hurt. Yeah. Recently deceased William Hurt. Huh. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Luke Goss was uh, Prince Nuwata. Uh, moving on to Anna Walton, who played Princess Nuala. Uh, her biggest role is probably this movie. Yeah. Um, everything else is maybe... Um, she was on the Rain TV series, which I think was on the CW for a couple of years. Yeah, I believe it was. Um, aside from that, I really don't think there's anything like even notable. The Mutant Chronicles is a name I've heard before. I like... Uh, she's in Vampire Diary. Not the not, Vampire Diaries. Yeah, not the TV series, The Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diary. Oh, Vampire well. Diarrhea. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor. Great. Yes. Uh, he played Tom Manning. Uh, notable character actor. Um, possibly best known as George Bluth uh, on Arrested Development. He plays such a great, just douche. Yeah, George <laughs> Bluth is one of the best fucking characters. Pop-Pop gets a treat. There's always money in the banana state. <laughs> <laughs> I may have committed some light treason. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen Arrested Development, watch like the first three seasons uh, and then just stop there. Yeah, pretty <laughs> don't, much. Don't watch the Netflix. Or if you're just like me, 
only watch the first season <laughs> and then immediately lose interest. <laughs> I God bless you, I guess. <laughs> uh, most recently, Transparent is probably another one that most a lot of people would know him from. Um, he did a spot on the Oroville. Uh, he's been on a bunch of episodes of Archer mm-hmm. as a voice. Uh, Trolls. Is this the action movie, The Accountant? This is actually a pretty good movie. Yes, it is. Uh, a, a good Ben Affleck movie, believe it or not. Oh, shit. I think I fucking uh, closed. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. What? I don't know. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Trust me. Oh, okay. I think I might have closed out somebody before I meant to close them. Oh. Um, I think that's fine. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going through Jeffrey. As long as they weren't on Murder, She Wrote. I think that's why I'm I'm fretting. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Um, oh, Malibu's Most Wanted. That that must have been a high point in his comedy career. Comedy classic. Ugh. <laughs> if you can't uh, sense the sarcasm uh, in that. Uh, he played Hank on Larry Sanders' ass. show uh, on HBO, which I've never seen all of, but uh, that's a great character. I uh, I quote Hey Now. Hey Now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Heavyweights. Uh, also voices on uh, Batman the Animated Series. Not one of the major villains, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in City Slickers. He's in the ooh, the TV series of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, also uh, <laughs> starring friend of the show, Rick Overton. He was Rufus. Yeah? Yeah. Um, he's an episode of Tales from the Crypt that I actually remember. Um, it's the one where... Dead right. With uh, Demi Moore, where he's like this ugly, like fucking like rich dude. Yeah! Yeah, like she marries him. That was him. Holy shit. That yeah. was a good makeup job. Yeah, yeah, he did a bunch of makeup. Um, I, I just remember... Um, I mean, obviously I remember the episode, but like the standout parts of that episode were him getting... Uh, his gigantic fucking BVD underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. gotta wash my BVDs. <laughs> and then st- her, him stabbing her to death going, if I can't have you, no one can. <laughs> that was a good episode. Uh, I may have seen that uh, long before I should have. <laughs> uh, it aired in 1990, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about the time I saw it. Uh, <laughs> about five years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. He's a, who's the boss? My parents didn't vet anything that I watched as a child. <laughs> okay, I did not close early because in 1988, huh? Jeffrey Tambor yeah. played Russell Armstrong Russell. on Murder, She Wrote. Uh, yeah, that's funny. right, bud. Buddy, go lay in your chair. <laughs> go to go to sleep, Dave. Go to sleep, pal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Murder, She Wrote, uh, Monster, She Wrote is back this week. Fuck yeah. He's in the movie Three O'Clock High, which I talked about a couple episodes ago. You talk about that all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Good 80s movie. Yeah. Um, I can close this out. No, he was on the 80s Twilight Zone also, which always pops up here. Oh, The New Adventures of Johnny Quest. Yes. Yes. Hard Rock. Uh, he's in the Ghostbusters Ray Parker Jr. video uh, uh, for the Ghostbusters movie, the Ghostbusters song. Was it just as himself, as dancing, himself dancing and singing along to the song like yeah. they used to do? Yep. Uh, he's in Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton. Uh, he was in an episode of MASH. Hey! 
uh, Three's Company, Nine to Five. Anyway, he's been in a lot of stuff going back to 1977. Kojak. Jesus yeah. Christ. Kojak, Starsky and Hutch, and Taxi are his first three. That's uh, absurd. His first movie, and Justice for All. Isn't that Al Pacino in that? Uh, I don't know, but that's a great Metallica album. <laughs> and it is, Al Pacino. Yeah. It's, I'm out of order. You're out of order. The whole system's out of order. I think that's what that comes That's from. not this. I'm pretty sure it is. That's A Few Good Men. No. No, I'm pretty sure it's from that. Are you sure? A Few Good Men is, uh, you can't. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> my bad. I had my iconic lines mixed up. John Hurt. John Hurt. Uh, so who played, good. Uh, Professor Broom. Uh, briefly in the beginning of this, he has a much bigger part in the first movie. Yeah. Um, he's another dude who's just been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, most notably, I mean, he was the Elephant Man uh, in the movie from 1980. Uh, he's also an alien. Yep. Um, the uh, the best of the series uh, is Kane. Yep. Some might say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anybody yeah. with a brain, yeah. <laughs> um, aside from that, he had a really good episode on Doctor Who where he played like this previously like unknown regeneration of the doctor um the I, war doctor you could not you could not get me to give a shit about doctor <laughs> who and i used to be really into it and like i just i just lost it I, like i fucking goddamn... i am like i understand fandom like yeah. i get it if you love it that's amazing i'm gl i'm glad that people do love that show as much as they do i just can't as much as i love peter capaldi the actor uh, Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who run murdered my interest in Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yeah, that yeah. bad. Huh? A lot of people love him as it. He is. The, he has the perfect personality for the Doctor, and he started off really good. Yeah. His last like season or so is just so bad. It's just not like it's barely watchable. Ugh. Um. Uh, let's see. Anything else? I'm. I'm. I know. I'm. I'm going over a lot of stuff. Um. Uh, I'm just looking for anything that really stands out as oh yeah he was uh, Ollivander and Harry yeah. Potter yep um, he oh he's in the uh, he's in somebody tried to tell me there was a fourth Indiana Jones movie that yeah he, he played Ox I, I don't I don't I don't think that movie exists V <laughs> uh, uh, for Vendetta yeah that's a good movie oh, he's so good um um. Alan Moore is very dismissive of a lot of the things that uh, you can just stop that period. Yeah, Alan yeah. Moore is very dismissive of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much spot on. Um, uh, like he goes on these these like tirades about like you know you want to take my material and make movies about it. That's fine, but like, but then he wants you to like use his stuff to make original stories. But it's like. How are you going to make an original story of V for Vendetta? You know, it's like, yeah, it's not the Avengers where you can take those characters and plant them in a different storyline. Like, yeah, that yeah, entire that, comic a specific storyline. Yeah. Same with the Watchmen. Well, actually, you could do it with the Watchmen. They did it with the Watchmen. But but I mean, they had to first like they fleshed out that universe. You had to establish the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah. Um, Which I mean. Uh, I will fucking say it. The Watchmen TV show is the fucking pinnacle, I think, uh, of interpretations of, of, of that fucking property. Really? That show is mind-blowingly good. I was always just afraid to watch it. it like, Don't be. 
Yeah. We're only getting one ep- one series. Yeah. There's probably not going to be any it's more. just it. That's it. Okay. It's a nice continuation of what, you know, the first, like, the comic book story, not of the movie. Yeah. Um, and that's really, like, it's... All right. Yeah. I'll, all right. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, arguably one of the best TV shows ever made. Like, I, I'm really? not saying that, like, lightly. It is fucking good. All right. Yeah. Those are, that, that's a strong, bold statement. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where, oh, that's right. He plays himself in Spaceballs. He plays, he plays his character from Alien in Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Not, not again. again. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my like stuff. That, that will always make me laugh. Yes. Oh, Spaceballs is so good. That's Hello. the second. That's the second Spaceballs reference we've made tonight. Yeah. He had the special. That's what I'm having. <laughs> Check, please. He's also he played Jesus in History of the World Part One. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> He voiced Aragon in the, the, uh, the animated, the, uh, the animated, Batchy, yeah. Uh, Holy Lord shit! Of the rings. Uh, Did I say Aragon? I meant Aragon. Aragorn. Yeah, a, uh, Please don't kill me, nerds. Yeah. I'm one of you. Like, <laughs> I just made a mistake. Uh, Brian Steele. I um, one of my criticisms of this movie was that Wink looks a lot like Samael from the first movie, um, just physically. Like the, the faces are different. But they're just big, tall, bulky, like... Samael was more, like, squat, kind of, like, on four legs. Both played by the same guy. Were they really? Brian Steele played both Samael and Wink. No shit. Um, He does a lot of of creature work. Uh, He plays the robot in the Lost in Space series, which is pretty good. I never watched the last season, but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, My son was really into that. The uh, the Netflix show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where hyena and Minotaur. Ew. Uh, I did not watch that, and I refuse to. Anchorman two. Yeah. It's pretty funny. You can't convince me of that. It's. I mean, it's not as good as the first one, but it, it, it's it's watchable. Um, you played the Minotaur in your highness. Oh, you have the giant dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't suck that. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Terminator Salvation, played a T-600. Oh, that was like the weird-looking, like, bulky one. That movie is a really awesome opening. Not a great movie in general, but it has that cool, like, I liked scene. it. I like it, but it's not, like, not very memorable, especially, like, in the Terminator series. I gotta tell you, though, Terminator Salvation, better arcade shooter than T-2. Really? Yeah. I know. Yes. Bold. Bold no, 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 statement. No, you're right. I will back that up because that's a fucking awesome game. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Although I do love me that uh, Terminator 2 arcade game. Yeah. But uh, Salvation was right outside the... Because uh... it the bigger, like, detachable... Like, not detachable. Like, you could take it off the thing. It wasn't, yeah. Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, mounted. Yeah. Uh, that was right outside uh, the theater in Colony Center. Oh, so they still have it at Colony Center. I'm oh, is sure. it? Yeah. I was just there yesterday. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it. it's at the top of the uh, escalator. Yeah. Yeah. No, me and uh, me and Squeeze play that every time we would go to the movies. <laughs> he was also in the movie Doom. I think it's the third time tonight that movie has come up. Gross. <laughs> He's in the fucking extraordinarily terrible Lady in the Water, uh, M Night Shyamalan movie, possibly his worst, and that is saying <laughs> a lot. Wow. 
using Blade Trinity also, which also very bad. Yeah. Uh, I did some creature work in Underworld, Men in Black 2, Monkey Bone comes up again. Yep. Um, the Edge with Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec uh, Baldwin. Uh, he was, uh, he was Harry! In the TV series, not the movie. Oh. Um, the the original good. Harry and the Henderson, well, not the original Harry and the Henderson, the original Harry was Kevin Peter Hall, who played the Predator in the, uh, the second best Predator movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one with uh, Danny Glover? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I said the second best part yeah. of the movie. Uh -huh. <laughs> I still have this goddamn disgusting beard. <laughs> yep. Just <sighs> chug it down. Yeah. It's uh, not going to get any better. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roy Dotris, who played King Balor, um, he has also been in a ton of shit. Uh, he was in the Beauty and the Beast uh, TV series. I think he was like in every episode. Um, he's in the movie Amadeus. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. I do not remember his character. Uh, but he was in two episodes. Uh, Haline? Don't remember. He's in the, the ah. episode of uh, Blackwater episode, the, the Battle of uh, Blackwater Bay. Yeah. Uh, he played King Baylor in this. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba, we are. Game of Thrones video narrator. Unless that's maybe like a uh, Clash of Kings and a Storm of Swords. Maybe like I don't know, like readings the, of it maybe? The, I'm pretty sure the guy who did the audiobooks, like the official audiobooks, um, like after the show had started, was the guy who played uh, uh, Grandmaster Pycelle. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not a good beer. I'm disappointed in you. Um, Willow Rock. Because now it just tastes like cold, gross coffee. Yeah. Which I'll still drink. Yeah, I need like a uh, a palate cleanser. Is there a Narragansett in there? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, away with me. <laughs> oh. um, you know what it tastes like? Yes. Um, well, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you can't go to a fast food restaurant without encountering a moron these days. Um, I usually, I, I, I don't drink, I try not to drink diet soda anymore. So I usually get unsweetened iced tea. And on more than one occasion in the past, I have uh, gone, you know, put my straw in, taken a couple bites of my, my breakfast food or whatever, gone to drink my refreshing unsweetened iced tea, only to find that I've been given a cup of uh, black coffee, ice with ice in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what that shit tastes like. Ew. Can I tell you the... This hey, is, you're this not is, a coffee guy to begin with. No, right? no, I'm not. Nope. I'm not. Uh, so yeah, you know, just expecting unsweetened iced tea and getting a mouthful of ice cold black coffee. Is, uh, this, is, this is turning into Chris's gripe session, but... <laughs> Um, hey, what grinds your gears? Yeah, the absolute, absolute hardest breakfast sandwich to get <laughs> properly made at McDonald's, a sausage biscuit with cheese. Literally every ingredient in the fucking sandwich is in the request. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it is wrong. Oh, the, the problem is you're not getting a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I usually get served a sausage, uh, egg, and cheese, which is like three times the price of a sausage biscuit <laughs> with cheese. <sighs> I, I like. I cannot tell you how many times it is that. Like, I would like a sausage biscuit with cheese. Yeah, sausage egg and cheese biscuit. No, 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 no egg. Yeah, fuck your egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, renewing my subscription to the club. Oh yeah, <sighs> I'm cracking open the shandy because I hope it just fucking cleans the horrific taste of coffee out of my mouth. See, that was me being courteous. I almost burped right into the mic. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, no, that's being professional. That's professionalism. <sighs> okay, still cranking out this... Ba- it is fucking warm in here. It is. It yeah. is getting a little warm. I am going to kill this heater for right now. I doubt it will get cold enough to turn it back on. Yeah. The lights got brighter when you turn that on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anyway, this dude's been in a, uh, a lot of creature stuff. Uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series he did a voice on Murder She Wrote yes thank you I went right over it but three yes, episodes he was on three episodes of Murder She Wrote between the years of 1990 and 1995 holy shit and he plays a doctor in one and a doctor in another one and a professor in the third fucking smart ass dude <laughs> anyway we can keep moving on uh, I mentioned uh, we were going to talk about some of the acting things that Guillermo del Toro has been in. Yeah. He's the director of this movie. We talked about his directing credits a lot last week. So I'm just trying to vary it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. It, he voiced himself on an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, this was back in 2019. Uh, he's done voices for Disney stuff. Mickey and the Roadster Racers, 2018. Mr. Talbot. Um, he has done uh, multiple episodes of the Troll Hunters show. I think he directed some of those also. Uh, probably. Wait, we can... it's, it's his show. Yeah, Troll Hunters. He's directed four episodes. Yeah, I think he just produces it for um, the most part. He did the voice of the amphibian man in the voice of uh, the voice of water, the shape of water. Um, <clears throat> the thing that most people probably will not realize it's him. Uh, he's in a couple episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, as the head of the McPoyle clan. Uh, like the inbred redneck, uh, like characters on the show. You're telling me that a man named Guillermo del Toro <laughs> played a character called Pappy McPoyle. Yeah, <laughs> he has a uh, a Pocono swallow that he keeps <laughs> under his hat that pecks people's eyes out on his command. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend the episodes that he's in. Uh, just because, like, he's this big, serious director, but, like, he's playing this, like, inbred redneck, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. Uh, how, does he hide his accent well? Uh, he does not, t- like, when he talks, he's just kind of like, bah, 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 like, bargle, bargle. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some of the others. Burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he did some voices in the Book of Life, which he directed. Uh, we just talked about a little while ago. Yeah, uh, he did a voice in Puss in Boots. Um, uh, Don't be afraid of the dark. He did a voice in that. He did voices in the Quantum of Solace, uh, James Bond movie. What the fuck? Yeah, it must be like crowd like noises. He was the he was in the movie Diary of the Dead, which I think is one of George Romero's last movies, if not his very last movie. Mm. Uh, he plays a newsreader in that. Um, he is in uh, Hellboy 1 also a guy dressed as a dragon uh, and other than that I mean Chrono his first acting credit is in Chronos, which is his own movie yeah um, so he's, he's at least a double threat uh, he can act he can direct 
Uh, we'll, I mean, he does it all. Yeah. Maybe next week, just to vary it up, we'll get into writing or producing. Sure. Although it's pretty much all the same stuff he's been directing. But whatever. We need to talk about We need to fill space every week yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I don't think we do. Yeah. <laughs> These episodes get along, yeah. along in the tooth. <laughs> uh, but that will do it for the better known as segment of the show. Oh, moving on to the crapshoot. <laughs> oh, this last fight between... Uh, oh, it's so cool. Hellboy and Nuwata is so awesome. On all the gears. Yeah. Yeah, you remember when we started the show, we were like, man, just we'll uh, hope hope we can get like an hour. <laughs> we're like, sure we've hope we can keep this under two hours. <laughs> we're to do a rating at 18 minutes in? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Man. This movie is so fucking good. It like, really is. Uh, it's another just incredible looking set, too. Like, Yeah. These giant, like, clockwork gears. and Yep. Um, uh, What was the movie that came out, like, the week after this and just, like, completely trounced it? Um, 2008. It's probably in the... Summer. Um, actually, let me see. It was actually in the trivia. Uh, oh, all right. I still have the uh, the main page open there. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the trivia. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind. Uh, right. Yeah, ten stars. Right. Oh, that's right. It's gonna make us want to sign in. Fuck you. you can get, get Don't fucked. close that. Don't close that. Just go back. There you go. Ah, get fucked. <laughs> uh, choo, 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 choo. Wingsuit, blah, blah, blah. Seth MacFarlane. See, Peter play? Jackson offered to do stuff. Uh, go back up a little bit more. Right there. Peter Jackson. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, to direct Halo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that was a thing Peter Jackson was working on at one point. Yeah. That show, I started, I watched the first episode. It was pretty cool. And then, like, my interest in it has just bottomed out. I've I've heard that more than once. Yeah. Oh, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah, it came out. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is bad timing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I would be they, like, oh, no, fuck that movie. But no, no, I can't do that. No, that's a, that's, that movie's so one good. One of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. Like... <laughs> um, so you know what we were going to talk about we talked about talking about this is the new Batman movie oh yeah 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 yeah. and I enjoy it but it it suffered from like universe setup yes yeah I um Donner agrees yeah. Yeah. he you know he likes to get in and get out. He gets right yeah. to the point. Yeah. Um, no, it, it definitely, it it needed, it not even could have been, should have been, it needed to be about 45 minutes shorter. At, um, at least. Yeah. Um, that movie is three... Three flat. Like Was it three flat? I, I thought it was like 315. I, know, I think it's 259. Like, okay. Um, without like previews and shit. It was yeah. longer in the theaters. There was so much fat in that movie. You have a whole extra act of the movie that does not need to be in the movie. The the whole thing with the with the with the, with Gotham Square Garden, yeah, 
you, you like the movie should have just ended after the Riddler thing. Like you don't need yeah. all that. Like that to me, it had a great ending spot, and they were like, "We need more." Yeah, that stinks of like a studio higher up being like, "We need another action sequence in this movie." Yeah, like you know, we're gonna force you to put another action sequence in this movie. It didn't need any of that. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't... Uh, when I was watching it today... It, this, today was your first watch, sir? No, I, I watched it in the theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, today Did we talk se- about this before? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, you definitely don't need the end of that movie. Um, but otherwise, it was fucking really good. I really enjoyed it. My problem is that they set up a crime noir and then turned it into a fucking just generic action movie. Yeah, I, again, I think that's a, a, a due to studio interference. I feel yeah. like Matt, like, if you cut off that last like half hour, or 40 minutes or so, you have a, a, a little, well not a little, it's two hours and 15 minutes. You have a, a small scale detective movie, basically. Yeah. This guy's out to catch a serial killer, the world's not ending, there's not a big, giant like, you had a plot. St- you had a street level story. Yeah. And like that's fine. That is 100% acceptable, especially yeah. for a Batman story. Especially if it's like early Batman. Yeah. I, you know what I 100% don't fucking need ever again? Uh, the Joker. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, like, I just, that scene was a, a definite ding on that movie. It does not need to be in the movie. You're going back to a character that is just beaten to death. Yeah. Like, I, you know, there are I, great Jokers. Don't get me wrong. There are fucking great Joker stories like, in the movies. I get it. Like, he's Batman's, like, arch nemesis. Yeah. But his rogues gallery is so enormous. There are so many different different stories, different types of stories yeah. you can tell that, like... It's so untapped. You Yeah. You, could, you know, we, we get, like, mostly... With Batman movies, it's, like, a larger scale... Batman, where he's fighting like super villains who are out to like destroy the world or something yeah. like that. But like the character works more as a street level character. And I think that's why, like, you know, you have like the Tim Burton movies, which are which are pretty good, but they're 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 blown out. They're like cartoons. Yeah. Like yeah, and yeah. they work on a grand and level. And even they're not like as big in scale as the later movies. They're it's still like the Joker's just out to fucking basically take over Gotham City. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with the with the penguin in, in, in the sequel. And then like when you have like the bigger, like kind of grander, like you get into like, you know, Mr. Freeze with Joel Schumacher and like Batman. It's just all the Schumacher stuff was Yeah, where it's man. just big and, and huge and like it doesn't need to be like it, it's just I don't know. And I feel like they kind of even Christopher Nolan fell into that with the third uh, the third one suffered from that big yeah, time. Yeah. Right. We just need to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're like yeah. even the Dark Knight, which I think is a perfect fucking movie, like that is a scale, it's really not that big of a scale the joke it's not localized to, it's very localized yeah, he's not out to blow up the world he's not out to like you know he's basically out he, his biggest thing is going to kill a couple hundred people on a boat at some point like yeah that's really it it's not like this world ending thing yeah and like it, I, they just get so ahead of themselves with these big stories that like no we don't need that like yeah it can be small it can be street scale that's why the daredevil show worked so fucking well yeah because they put him exactly where he needed to be yeah daredevil is a boots on the ground kind of character like he doesn't need to be saving the entire world he needs to be saving hell's kitchen that's it and that's all they did and it was fucking perfect and they were they were like they did that with spider-man where they they focused on him being this big like 
and they've got him going into space and like doing all this other stuff. But like by the end of No Way Home, they finally reset. We're like, okay, no, he's just this street level dude. Yeah, and that's why you know one of the reasons why I love that movie so much. I mean, like it, there's a lot to love, but like at the end of that movie, he's just a he's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Yeah, like that's all he needs to be. Yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. like that's it's in the fucking name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like some of the acting performances in the new Batman are just uh, John Turturro as fucking Carmine. Fratelli. I loved him. He like the the whole speech like he gives Bruce Wayne about like when he sees him in the courthouse like you know yeah. your dad you know he helped me out I, I remember like you know he did the surgery like we were in your house like you were there watching me I remember that like yeah that whole speech he gives him is just, like just fucking amazing yep Ugh. Andy Circus oh I, I needed so more good Andy Circus in that movie I I was skeptical just like all right it's Andy Circus like and this is Alfred like they just don't seem like they mesh yeah like fucking spot on like yeah. he was perfect. He was that like that younger Alfred who was like still a badass. Yeah, like I'm a butler, but I could fucking I can kick ass if I need to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a butler because of the situation, basically, because yeah. I need to take care of you. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was great. Like for every for every great thing that they did in that movie, they there was a misstep. Like. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's just some things I, I really, I really like the ending. Which of, one? Uh, well, the act, <laughs> the in the actual, the actual end of the movie, the yeah. after the after the the extra part where, I like they could have they could have even hammered this home without the extra part of like they they definitely pulled a return of the king on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well like I, I kind of guess they needed that part to to sell the message of like him realizing like i can't just be this gritty like symbol of fear like yeah. if i'm going to save people i need to be something that people want to be saved by but they could have cut off two other endings and put that yeah in there yeah they should have found a way to work that into the original ending with the you know, him catching the riddler like yeah yeah but they in the end like that's one of the good things that they did do in that extra time you know they, they established that like yeah i can't just be this like gritty symbol of darkness and you know, just striking fear into people. No, I need to be a symbol of hope as well. Yeah. And like I have said this before, the scene with the the car chase scene with the Batmobile is is amazing. I, I that was badass. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Uh, it's just, I'm probably never gonna watch it again. Like, uh, I will. It's a movie I can throw on just like in the background. I just don't care to. Yeah. Like it's. And I love Batman, so this is like it's painful for me to say, but like, I just I don't want to put that much effort into this movie ever again. I can see that. Like, I, I fucking feel... three hours to tell me a Riddler story. See, I, I broke it up throughout the day. I watched it in like hour segments, like yeah. throughout the day. Like, so. and I loved what they did with the Riddler too. Yeah. Oh, Paul Dano was goddamn amazing in that movie. Like that. That was great. Like they they didn't just give me like a. Uh, like a spot-on visual representation of what they have in the comics. Like, they twisted the character into this fucking crazy serial killer-type character, which worked, except he just looked like the machine from 8mm. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it was fine. Like, they leaned a little too heavy on, like, the Zodiac Killer. But it was fine. I, I, I enjoyed the character. Like, they did a, they did a good. <laughs> like... 
Um, I even liked Robert Pattinson, man, as, as Batman. He like, really wasn't bad. People were like, oh, he's too moody and emo. But like, That's yeah, fucking Batman. That's the point. Like, he hasn't figured out that he needs to be Bruce Wayne at some time. You know, yeah. At some point. Like, he can't, you know, again, I can't just be this dour fucking asshole all the time. Like, yeah. I need to be the, you know, hey, like the smarmy, like, nice guy. Yeah. You know, in order to make this other thing work. Yeah. Twilight gave him a bad rep. It really did because he's in some good movies, man. The Lighthouse, like yeah, it's a, that's another movie that's like I'm never going to watch that again. No, 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 that no. That was a really good movie. Yeah, it's a, what, hey, what do you want to watch? Like this this really weird horror movie? Yeah, it sounds great. All right, well, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson fuck in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Willem Dafoe farts a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Ah. Uh. Oh man, I, I I don't know. I really enjoyed the new Batman, but it for sure one hundred percent has its flaws. Yeah, yeah. It's about there's, I, a, there's about fifty minutes of them. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that they another thing I think they did good in that end sequence that like again you could have moved this into the the main story with the Riddler, where he shoots himself up with a venom. Like they don't really like even say it's venom. Yeah. They don't acknowledge it, but like yeah. That's a fucking issue. Like that's going to be an issue going forward. Yeah, he he yeah, he fucking shoots himself up with that shit. He just beats the fuck out of that dude. Like I just I didn't think about Venom. I was just like, oh, he's just got like a fucking adrenaline shot or whatever. Yeah, no, it was, it was like bright green. So I'm like, that's got to be Venom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, so they might they might try to wrangle Bane in on the next one. But but again, that's in, I think it's that, in Joker territory. Like let's let's lay off that character for a little bit. Yeah. And Bane is a much, especially with Venom, he's a much more, like, out there character for the universe that they're setting up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I still say, like, I just, because, again, there's so much you can do with Batman. He's a street-level character. Yeah. He is this big Justice League-level character. Yep. Um. You know he's a, he's he's a, you know he's a street like I said he's a street level like true crime guy but there's also like a supernatural side to like Batman villains like yeah I I, keep, I I've been saying this man for bat fucking years give me fucking man bat give me man bat and Clayface I think those would be two amazing movie villains yeah you know what we haven't touched on at all in this rant about Batman <laughs> fucking uh, penguin yeah Colin Farrell. Nailed it out of the fucking park. Fuck. Yeah. They and they set him up so good to be like the next bad guy. Yeah. At the end, there's just that voiceover where where it's Bruce Wayne, which I also I love that voiceover of him like keeping the diary of like you know he calls it the yeah. Gotham Project. Yeah. And he's like you know some people are you know are going to take advantage of this and like that's when they show like the Penguin like you know looking at over the city like uh, they used that character yeah sparingly in this one yeah so i didn't get tired of him yeah so if he's the next villain it's fine totally yeah. fucking fine but you know who i really want like uh, man bat aside i want a black mask movie that would be odd. well be we sick. we got the black mask movie <laughs> it wasn't with a batman movie unfortunately but it's still a pretty decent he's the he's the villain in um Birds of Prey. Oh, is he? Yeah, Ewan McGregor plays him. Ah, I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> Roman Sionis. Yeah, that character's sick. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the Birds of Prey movie. I will I will say it. All right, I'll 
because again, eventually it's a, I'll get to it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say you know run out and watch it immediately. It's not like you know groundbreaking as far as comic book movies go. Yeah, but it's a it's that street level crime again. It's yeah, you know, it's not anything huge and world ending. Yep, you know, it's it's street level villains. Yeah, that's I mean that's why I like Batman. That's why I like Daredevil. That's why I like the Punisher. Yeah. Like they're just they're they're fighting crime, not super villains. I mean, yeah, Batman will fight supervillains and shit like that. But, like, his best stories are him solving mysteries. The Long Halloween. Like, oh. like we, they, they, like, veered into that territory in this movie. Like, I just I just want that movie yeah. straight up. Like, give me the Long Halloween. I, I didn't love the animated version. Yeah. Like, it, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, but meh. Oh, have I, have I even watched it? They just made that recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have not watched it yet. It's all right. Yeah. It's it's, it's just all right. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. <sighs> but like that's that's what's kind of disappointing is that they keep using the characters from the Long Halloween without actually doing the story. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with Marvel and like Dark Phoenix. Yep. They keep using Dark Phoenix and making these shitty fucking movies out of it when like if you just made the story from the comics it could be amazing yeah it never happened though yeah because now everybody's tired of Dark Phoenix yeah like how fucking awesome like, they did it in the in the cartoon like give me that scene where like, yeah. it's you know that battle on the moon and like it's just Cyclops and Jean at the end like versus everybody all the other X-Men are out yep like it's just them versus the gladiators and like Fuck. Oh god, I want that so bad. Like, <laughs> well, Phoenix just comes out and destroys everyone. Yep. Like, Sorry, bud. <laughs> I, I want that so bad. You're never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never no. gonna get it. Um, I feel like the good. We're never gonna get good Ghost Rider because no. we like. They're going to keep trying to do, like, the, they're going to try to do origin stories again, I feel like. They're not going to do, they're not going to do Dan Catch. They're not going to do Robbie Reyes. They're going to do fucking Johnny Blaze, like, every yeah. time. Like, I don't know. I, 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 like, I, I want, like, we got Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which they did pretty good. Like, I want a Dan Catch 90s, like, gritty Ghost Rider. I want that Ghost Rider so bad. That was when it was, like, Spirit of Vengeance, like. Yeah. That's down, got down and dirty, like more like into like horror and like yeah. occult stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I want so bad. No, you're just gonna get movies with Nick Cage that suck. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Speaking of things with Nick Cage that sucks, uh, Prisoners of Ghost, uh, Prisoners of the Ghost. Oh, Ghostland. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I still haven't watched it. Like I, 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 I keep circling it. Like I just never. No, watch it. Again. Definitely watch it. Because there, I mean, there are cool things in it. Yeah, not a good film. <laughs> what did I watch? I watched Licorice Pizza last night, which I heard the best description of. Uh, it was a review. I forgot. Oh, fuck! I wish I noticed. I remember who who wrote it, but it was said. Um, it's like somebody pressed the play all on the deleted scenes like section of a DVD on a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds wretched. Yeah, because it, it's not. 
it's there's not much of a story. It is like a couple of characters, and then like they get into just random events, and then the movie ends. <laughs> like it's, there's not much going on. That's weird. Like I don't, I'll see it come up on like Netflix, and I'll go licorice pizza, and then throw up in my mouth, and then <laughs> like go elsewhere. And like yeah, like I I like Paul Thomas Anderson. I fucking love Boogie Nights. Like that's a great movie. Yeah. Ooh, I, I, this one was a this. It wasn't like a tough watch because I like I did enjoy. I enjoyed like the the interaction of the character. I liked the dialogue, but like story wise, there's just nothing going on. Yeah, he tried to do like a like a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but like there's not. It was just no substance. Yeah, it's more of like a serious take on it, where like Once oh. Upon a Time in Hollywood is more of like a like a caricature, you know? Yeah, and I I love that movie. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I was watching the scene the other day where fucking Brad Pitt fucking throws Bruce Lee into the car. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And the the character Bruce Lee's uh, character is based on actually there there is a story that he got in a fight with Bruce Lee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the actual outcome is whatever, but. I do hear that Bruce Lee was a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah, I, I, to I've heard everybody. That. <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. Um, I think it was like Tarantino. He was describing that character, like the Brad Pitt character, where like, yeah, Bruce Lee is like this known badass, like in a gym. Yeah, like in a dojo. But like, if you're in like a combat situation, like ten times out of ten, fucking Brad Pitt's gonna wipe the floor with him. Yeah, you know, because he's just a fucking. Well, I got I got train killer. Yeah, I got in this argument at work last week, week before. It was in their prime in a street fight. Bruce Lee, Mike Tyson. I was like, Mike Tyson picks him up, breaks him in half, and throws him in the fucking garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, because Mike Tyson's not going to fight him with karate. He's not going to. He's just going to get in close and beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. like he did that guy in the plane the other day. <laughs> that guy had it coming. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what he wanted too. So <laughs> I, if if he tries to sue Mike Tyson, then that's the ultimate outcome that he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you gonna I, pester him? I think I've said that on, maybe on this podcast before. Like, I, I've definitely mentioned that Mike Tyson used to do commercials for my uncle's store. Yeah. Like my dad and like my uncle and like everybody who worked at the store would go out drinking with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And like people would try to start shit with Mike Tyson. Like, yeah. Are you fucking crazy? You're insane. <laughs> yeah. He will eat you. <laughs> and, and it's more than just like he's a professional boxer. He is a fucking nutcase. <laughs> yeah. Like that's. <sighs> he was a boxer because he couldn't do anything else. <laughs> he needed to channel that violent like, energy somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I don't get it. I don't I don't understand why people would want to get punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, I'll sue him and make him a lot of money. Yeah, if you survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a that's a huge <laughs> hurdle you need to get over first. <laughs> he will beat your ass to death. He fought okay, so we are way off of like anything related to monsters or monster <laughs> movies. Well, no, Mike Tyson is pretty much a fucking monster. <laughs> 
So there's a boxer called his his name was Mitch Green. Mitch Blood Green. <laughs> and that he fought Mike Tyson in the ring and Mike Tyson won. But then he also fought Mike Tyson outside of the ring and Mike Tyson won. He beat the fucking shit out of him. And Mitch Blood Green was high on Angel Dust at the time. <laughs> you so, know how hard it is to beat the shit out of somebody on Angel Dust? Like, <laughs> so so I, I'm pretty sure Mike Tyson said he, he knocked him he knocked him down or knocked him out like two or three times. He kept popping back up because he was fucking dusted. Angel Dust, yeah. He's <laughs> just fucking dusted. And uh, the final time, Mike fucking punched him and his head bounced off the fucking concrete. Oh, so, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to bring up a picture here of the aftermath of that particular fight. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mitch. Green. I. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson breaking. Oh, my Lord. Look at that shit. <laughs> just sealed it shut yeah oh my lord yeah uh by the way mitch green was a scumbag by the way he um possibly more than once um held up a gas station and tied up and hid the the person behind the counter and it, because there wasn't enough money in the cash register yeah it was out pumping gas Collecting money from pumping gas and tips. Yeah. And like, you know, while the the person that should be running that was tied up in the back. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's, uh, That's insane. Which you might call a dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <sighs> yeah. So, now that we've talked about um, boxing and things... <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, let's do the socials and get the fuck out of here. Uh, so, our website is www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com or www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Uh, shoot us an email. Uh, if you have suggestions for the show, things we can improve on, uh, movies you want us to watch, beer you want us to drink, you can do that at bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, throw us a tweet at dumb underscore monsters. Find us on Facebook, uh, Big Dumb Monsters Pod. And if you were on Slasher, we are Big Dumb Monsters Podcast. Uh, we are also on Instagram at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube at the Big Dumb Monsters channel. Um, and I think this is out before Saratoga Comic Con. Should which be. we will be at. Yes. Uh, stop by, come see us. We have a. We are heavily loaded down with swag. Yep. Uh, we have free shit for you. Uh, we just uh, you know come hang out. Uh, maybe have a, a con soda, yeah. one quarter or two yeah. with us. Uh, have a have a beverage with us. Yeah, we'll be around. Yeah, make it a fun time. We'll be upstairs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, any uh, any place that you can, please rate and review. Uh, that helps other people find the show. Uh, which in turn helps other people find the show, blah, 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 blah. It all helps. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get out of here. And as always, don't let ghoulies eat your ass. Never, never.
Bye-bye.